0: But basically, if you can prioritize the thing that actually moves the needle in your business, the thing that leads to 90% of the outcome or 90% of the success, and just make sure to do that every single day, then you will actually achieve success. And then the the rest of it is just optimization. Welcome to the Boss Club Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow your business faster, more profitably, and with fewer mistakes. And now your hosts, David Grubbs and Charlie Gasmeier. Welcome back to episode number six of the Boss Club podcast. This is Charlie Gasmer and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, David Grubbs. Excited to bring to you today's episode. This is a question that we get a lot asking, what are our book recommendations? What are some impactful things that we've read that we want to be able to share with others? And so uh, David and I both have our each separate lists of books that have been really meaningful to us. And it's interesting. We didn't collaborate on this list at all. We said, hey, let's write down. And uh, as we came back together to share this with you, I, I think it's uh, as you'll get to know us through this show and through hopefully over our courses at BossClub.com if, if you're a student over there. You realize that this list is kind of a reflection of both of our personalities, so uh, it's been kind of fun for us to to look at this. But without further ado, I want to kind of cut to the chase and tell you what books have been super meaningful in our lives. So my first book is Work Energy by Jim Harmer. This is probably my favorite business book I've ever read. Most business books will kind of give you like one or two helpful pieces of information, but they'll pack it in 300 pages. And this one, I feel like was was just really, really packed full of a lot of practical um, application in my entrepreneurial journey. And so the, the the two takeaways I can kind of summarize for you are, are these. So the first takeaway from this book is that. Jim talks about how most people tend to kind of go towards careers where they just think about the subject matter of the job, but they don't really think about the nature of the job itself. So, for example, if someone really likes animals, they might want to be a vet one day, but they don't they're not necessarily drawn to being a vet because of what being a vet entails and the customer service and the difficult you know. Uh, th- situations that they're going to have to handle with, uh, with pet owners and with things. that don't really think about that. And so it leads to dissatisfaction in the job because you might be interested in the subject, but not actually the nature of the job. So if you can approach it from the other way around, like what's the nature, what kind of work do you like doing? What's fulfilling? And then let's find ideally a subject matter that you are also interested in. If we compare the two, then that's really powerful. And I've definitely found that to be true in my own entrepreneurial journey. And then the second thing that the book really professes that has been awesome for me has been trying to figure out in your life or particularly in your business, you know, looking at the different things that that you could be doing, you could be spending your time on. So if it's in your business, all the things that have to get done, usually there, there's, there's, you know, one type of activity that really actually leads to 90% of the results. So the results in the business, meaning, you know, growth or sales or however you define kind of results, there's usually a few things that, that actually move the needle on that. And then the rest of the things are just kind of optimizations or there are other things that might have to get done, but basically if you can prioritize the thing that actually moves the needle in your business, the thing that leads to 90% of the outcome or 90% of the success, and just make sure to do that every single day, then you will actually achieve success and then the the rest of it is just optimization so just a super quick example like in in my own marriage a 90% activity moving the needle in my marriage is actually pursuing my wife and spending time with her and taking her on dates. Whereas an optimization might be reading a blog about date ideas or something. If I only read the blog all day about date ideas, but never actually took my wife on a date, well, that doesn't actually produce the result of having a strong relationship. Whereas if I actually focus on spending time with her, even if I never read a blog, that actually produces uh, the fruit that I'm looking for. And so that's been really, really transparent transformational for me in my own entrepreneurial journey. And I find myself putting those principles into into action every single day. But David, what's, what's one of the first books on your list?
1: The first book on my list is Influence by Robert Cialdini. He's actually a professor of psychology over at Arizona State University. And what he talks about in this book are six different principles of persuasion. Basically, what is the psychology behind what convinces people to do things? So whether that's to buy from you or, you know, go to a particular vacation destination or, you know, whatever, there's a, a series of elements or or things that convince people to do one thing or another. And so there's psychology behind that. And why that's been so influential in my life, especially in my business career, is that this book has really influenced how I do my marketing for my businesses and how I design my advertising and how I build out my websites. So every time Charlie and I build out a website, every time we design an ad, every time we think about how to promote our business, we go back to this book and the six different principles of persuasion. And why that has been so impactful is that when we include, um, one or more of these elements into our marketing, it really improves our conversion rate. And so it makes our marketing more effective, more people buy from us as a result of this. And so it's been an extremely influential book in my life. And I'll just let you go read it because I think it's really, really impactful. And child eating does a great job of really fleshing out each of these six um, different principles of persuasion with some great stories and anecdotes and examples. And I, I think it's just really feature rich. So I don't want to spend too much time talking about it here. I think you just go check it out. And again, as far as like books, I constantly go back to and reference. This is is probably one of the most influential, important in my business career. So go check out Influence by Robert Cialdini. So anyway, that's my first one. Charlie. Charlie, what's your second book on your list?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think something that we uh, implement as much as we do the principles of persuasion um, is the the principles of the book, The Lean Startup by Eric Ries. And you might not have heard of that book, but I promise that you've heard of the term, at least if you've been following us or our course for any amount of time, uh, the, the term minimum viable product or MVP. And this is the book where that concept comes from. And it, it has been transformational for us in our businesses to learn how to not necessarily think about uh, when you start a business, how do you immediately jump to the full commercialized version of it that's ready to scale and it's super robust and everything. But instead let's, let's really switch that around and think, what's the minimum viable acceptable version of our product that we can get to the market and immediately start getting um feedback from customers so that way when we continue to build and iterate our product we're actually building the things that that are that is based on what our customers are asking for and this is a, a really transformational read and i highly recommend it so principles of persuasion have been awesome but uh the mvp approach from eric ries has been equally transformative for me
1: So I know it's on Charlie's list, but I can definitely vouch for that book. So go check out Lean Startup. The second book on my list is Team of Rivals by Goodwin. And in this book, she basically talks through the entire life story of Abraham Lincoln, which for me has been one of the most influential leaders in American history. And Lincoln did some incredible things, but there's three key learnings that I took away from this book. And the first one is is that Lincoln built an advisory board or a council or, in this case, a cabinet of very diverse people and mostly people that disagreed with him. And what's great about this is he was able to vet ideas and strategies by a wide range of people that kind of represented the American people at that time. And he was able to make really wise decisions as a result of that. And what the practical takeaway here is as business leaders, if we want to make wise decisions, we need to listen very carefully to the people that disagree with us because they may be able to poke holes in our ideas and prevent us to, from making um, really bad decisions that have long-term effects. And so it's really important to not only listen to the people that agree with you, but almost more importantly, is to listen to the people that disagree with you. It's how you make wise decisions and have enough self-confidence to realize that it's okay when people disagree with you. In fact, it's a good thing. So um, that's the first takeaway that I had uh, from this book. The second takeaway is Lincoln had this habit of whenever he had a disagreement with somebody or had to write a serious letter to somebody, he would draft it, but then leave it in his top drawer of his desk for a night and sleep on it, and then make a decision the next day whether or not he'd actually send it. And when I read this book, that was a huge game changer for me because I was no longer making you know, knee-jerk reactions to things that happened in my life. And so I was able to have the kind of self-therapy of getting all of my thoughts out on paper and, and to write that down and write that person and to communicate with that person without sending the email. I would leave it in my drafts and think about it. And nine times out of ten, Lincoln never sent the letter. He would just throw it away the next day. And so it was enabled him to be a really effective leader because he was able to communicate people in a really methodical, thought out manner and not in the heat of the moment. And so I've really implemented that in my life. If I have to send a very serious email or make some corrections in in the business or in the life, I, I write that, I put it in the drafts and I won't send it until the next day. And just like Lincoln, nine times out of 10, that email never gets sent. And the third and final takeaway was that Lincoln was just a genius with timing. And so just like we need to be able to time how we deliver a product or service to market, Lincoln was a genius when it came to um, implementing new ideas and getting people to make decisions that kind of go against the grain of a normal society. And so there's some really cool things about that book in there. but. Anyway, let's move on. So Charlie, what's your next book in your list?
0: Yeah. So the next book on my list is uh, one I read recently called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. And the, the concept of this book is basically to look at your business. And instead of just thinking about the features that your product or service um, possesses or the benefits that you might offer your customers, instead, think about it from your customer's journey. So thinking about your customer's story and figuring out how your business plays a role in their story. This is a subtle shift, but it's a really powerful one. And the book really walks you. It's a very practical book. So at the end of every single chapter, he talks about how to implement this. But basically, if you're a customer, you got to think about their story that they have wants and desires. There's something... Probably standing in the way of that and that you as a business can come in and be the helper to help them actually accomplish what they are wanting to do and unlock who they want to become. That might sound dramatic, but, but it has, it has awesome, awesome implications. And and I don't think it has to be hard to apply. And so this can, this can, uh, really impact everything that you do as a business from your website to the way your emails are crafted to the taglines of your business to just everything in between to, to really unlock, um, kind of, kind of the true meaning of your business in a way that really, really resonates with customers. So that's a book I'm going to have to read a couple more times because the first time I read it, I thought, gosh, I've got about a hundred different ideas of how to implement this in our business. So I'm excited to, to kind of keep coming back to it. But it, it's a really great business book. So, David, what's your third book?
1: My third book is Endurance by Alfred Lansing. And Endurance chronicles the story of Ernest Shackleton as he attempted to cross the breadth of Antarctica on foot. And he was going to be the first person to do this. And I'm not going to provide any spoilers, but it's an incredible story. It's it's said to be one of the greatest adventure stories of all time, and it's a true story. And so I just highly recommend you check it out. And the reason is that Ernest Shackleton was an incredible leader. And not not only an incredible leader, but in a time that was frothed with peril. I mean, these guys almost died many, many, many times over the course of two years. And when you're in your worst situation, when the, when your company is doing its worst or you're in a really tight spot, so to speak, where maybe you've only got funding left for a few more weeks and you've got to rally the troops and and understand each person on your team and how different they are and what motivates them and also what demotivates them and to understand the people of your team and how to lead them and how to encourage them and how to inspire them to keep pressing forward during difficult times is is a a trait that's not easily learned and it's something that you develop over the course of years. And so reading this book was an incredible way to watch a true story and a leader that took his team uh, through this entire process that nearly killed them all. So I highly recommend, check it out. Great read, very fast read and uh, a really cool story. That's a good one.
0: I'll, I'll have to put that on my list. And my last book is The Wright Brothers by David McCullough. And, uh, I know I'm biased. I know David's probably biased too here because we're, we're both pilots and we love aviation. But even if you don't have any bent towards aviation, this, um, this historical biography is just an an awesome awesome account of of you know some figures in history that that changed human history and my main takeaway other than just better understanding the history of the Wright brothers and the process uh, in which they they uh, conquered you know powered human flight for the first time what was really their determination and their commitment that these guys were were pretty ordinary and really the only reason that they were able to achieve what they did was through their sheer determination and commitment and uh, page after page, chapter after chapter. That's what I really locked into to understand, man, these guys were committed and, um, and, and that's how they conquered one of the most important um, mysteries that we've ever solved, um, you know, in, in mankind, which is flight. Again, I know I'm biased cause I love flying, but uh, awesome, awesome story. That was highly motivational to me to, to conquering other mountains and hills in my life just through commitment and termination um, like the Wright brothers did. So if you're at all interested in history or aviation or want to get motivated, that's an awesome book to help you do that. So that's the last book on my list for now. But David, uh, bring us home. What's the fourth
1: book on yours? My fourth and final book on the list is Plutarch's Lives. Now, this book or actually series of books or biographies was written by Plutarch many, many years ago, um, almost 2000 years ago. And what's amazing about it, as I'm reading these, is it's a series of 48 biographies of influential Greeks and Romans back from antiquity. And so these were, you know, the leaders of the world back then. And so this series of biographies provides a window into what life was like back then. And what was really amazing to me is that life was pretty dang similar to the way it is today. I mean, this the same challenges that we have, the same struggles we have, the same interactions that we have, with others in our lives are present in antiquity. And so there's a lot to be learned from these individuals of how did they make decisions? What kind of decisions they make? What was their mark on the re- on the world as a result of the decisions they made? Some were really, really bad and evil, and some were amazing. And we're still experiencing the effects of the decisions and the impacts they made even today, thousands of years later. And so, um, not only reading, um, biographies by you know Plutarch back in antiquity, but also reading biographies today is a great way to learn. And so if you've got a particular passion or niche um, that you want to go into one day, I really encourage you to pick some influential individuals in that area and go read their biography. You're going to have a much more colorful and deep and rich understanding of that topic and, and view of that that world. And so there's an amazing amount that can be learned from them. They're, they're almost like historical advisors that you can reach back into history and, and learn from. And even though it may, may not be living today, there's a lot you can learn from and apply to your life in a very practical way. So I love biographies, whether it's Plutarch or some other biography, I, I really recommend you reach into those and, and read those.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to hear you describe it that way, because I, I think my gut reaction is, is not to be interested in you know, um, and, and, Greek stories and of, of Roman figures and things. And I think my, my brain goes to, okay, I have got this business problem. What are people saying today about this business problem to fix it and, and, you know, keep conquering right now. And, uh, but I think they're, you know, hearing people like you and others describe like the wisdom that we can gain from people that came before us. Cause there was, there's a lot of life that happened before you and I were born and things. And there's a lot to be, um, be taken from that and learned from that. So I might have to put that on my list. Uh may or may not be an easy read, but uh but I hear people like you describing it. So anyways, if there's any other listeners that are like, I don't know, Greek and Roman, that sounds like a long time ago, maybe not up my alley. I kind of feel the same way, but on David's recommendation, I will I will try to put that on my list. So I think this is an interesting discussion of, of books we're interested in that have been impactful for us. And I, I hope that it can be a resource to you. If you read them and want to share your comments or questions or things that you are uh, considering after reading it, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at bossclub.com. And you can also reach out with your other questions and um, business questions, business struggles uh, and things like that at podcast at bossclub.com. And you might be featured on the show. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you guys in next week's episode so